Hello, and welcome to Quarantine on the East Side, a podcast about our family's experience as we self-quarantine amidst this global pandemic. Where? In Boyle Heights, east of Los Angeles. So some of you may be asking, what is she talking about? Um, and some of you might know what she's talking about. She has a little side business called um, Gelatinex. She sells jellos, um, custom-made jellos, um, made-to-order, delicious, bomb jellos. And as I walked into the kitchen, she was already working. She woke up a little. She woke up earlier to like you know um, do these jellos. Um, she had a pickup later on that day, and um, I walked into the kitchen and was uh, you know gonna brew my coffee before I start my day. Except there was a little problem. I uh, I forgot to put water in the coffee maker. I know some of you may be wondering, like, how could somebody forget to put water in the coffee maker? But I've been I've been thinking about a lot of different things. You know, um, as a small business owner, these are these are some rough times. You know, like I said before, we we quarantined. I quarantined since Sunday. My family started Saturday. That means that our business has been completely closed down. The city has um, asked a lot of businesses to only do pickups, um, no dining in in restaurants, and so. A lot of folks are being affected and we still don't have a rent freeze or a mortgage freeze or anything that reassures us that in a week from now, two weeks from now, when this month is over, that we are not going to be put in a situation where we no longer have somewhere to live. And so these are the kind of things that, you know, keep us up at night. Um, Why isn't there a rent freeze? Why isn't there a mortgage freeze? You know, the city's asking people to do certain things. The government's asking people to take this serious, to to self-isolate. But they ain't taking the steps to making sure 
that these, you know, the rent freeze are in places, that the mortgage freezes are in places, um, and it's hard, it's hard for us, because, you know, we struggle already as it is, we struggle month to month, as it is, and so, you know, these things are very hard, and these are the sort of things that, you know, keep us up at night, and so, the last thing on my mind was adding water, (laughs) and that just goes to show how much I needed that coffee this morning, right, so, um, those are just some of the things that we, you know, we've been thinking about, some friends have sent us some articles about, you know, the city offering some loans and some, some sort of relief in forms of loans but loans don't really help us out loans actually create more debt for us yet big corporations will be bailed out i mean we've seen this before where they bail out big corporations who in turn use taxpayer money to buy their stock back while small businesses small pop and shop businesses you know are giving loans are giving loans and and creating more debt and so we'll see we'll see how today turns out and um we'll go from there so it's a uh, 237 at the moment um i'm outside in the front yard and uh crazy it, it just it, it feels like there's really nothing going on in my block I mean there's folks up and down um, and it makes me wonder like if you know we we are on day four I believe I think I'm on day four my family's on day five um and are we overreacting or are we doing the right thing you know taking that precautionary measure of self-isolating you know um, there's folks the gas companies working down three houses away um, they've been doing that for a couple of days everyone around like i mean just cars keep passing by you know um and it just feels like i mean are we overreacting is it my me and my family are we just paranoid you know um i don't know we've got a helicopter flying overhead oh shit it's actually a military helicopter. <laughs> it's talking about overreacting. I don't know if I am overreacting now. Um, but this morning, you know, we brewed some coffee, turned on the TV, and, you know, I think I was good up until Donald Trump opened his mouth and was just a racist a-hole calling COVID 
19 what he is you know doubling down on calling it like you know making this a racial issue like being so irresponsible and and i just got so fired up and i kind of feel like man this fool is giving me more anxiety you know than what we're living through at the moment like his his tone his demeanor his like facial expressions like i don't know then they're talking about they closed the Canadian border and they're thinking about closing the Mexican border. So after some thinking and a couple of posts that I did on social media in regards to the possibility of the Mexican border closing, I believe that we're going to end up unlocking the gate and venturing outside. Now, I've only been inside for four days, but I kind of feel like, should I go outside? Should I start this whole process all over again? I mean, I feel like I'm on day four. They say some of the symptoms start showing up on day five from five to 14 days and so you know those are the kind of things that I'm like if if I go out there am I exposed to somebody do I have to start the count all over again so I'm debating whether we're gonna go out or stay in it all depends on what we hear back from the social media post so we're gonna see so we ventured out today (laughs) we're actually uh, taking a drive down uh, the freeway right now me and Maida you decided to come I did I decided to go out for the ride (laughs) I just figured well I'm closing in the car I wiped down the car I just felt like it would be nice just to see outside. Yeah, so here I am on the 5 freeway. 5 South. Um, Some of you may be wondering uh, why we decided to venture out. Well, we heard Trump this morning, you know... um, Talking about he closed the uh, Canadian border for non-essential stuff, meaning that they would be uh, remain open for a free trade business, of course. And they were thinking about uh, doing the same at the Mexican border. So this would stop, you know, sort of vacation, tourist, tourism, and and. Um, we get medicine from Mexico that we need and you know before we we self-quarantine we made sure that we had enough for at least a month um, but the way things are going and you know things are changing daily you just, you just don't know and so here we are on the five headed south to meet someone 
in Anaheim who happened to be in TJ today and I put out a call out on Facebook that if anybody was in TJ you know um, needed to get some medicine and we're on our way to pick up uh, two boxes of uh, of medicine from him and uh, this is why we decided to venture out uh, we're taking you know measures but like I said earlier like are we overreacting we don't know like you know but here we are to me okay. yeah to me yeah <laughs> to me it's like I don't feel like I'm overreacting to me nothing is overreacting because I just think about you know my kids and I think my kids need me and I'd rather overreact than than not react or not take precautions So we're home now. Um, I don't think I've ever seen the five freeway so empty. Um, got to Anaheim like in 15 minutes. Got back on the way back. Um, Might have got some gelatina orders. So we needed to buy some stuff that she needed to, to make sure that she, you know, she had everything um, here for tomorrow. So, we got off the freeway, we seen um, a taquero, I was tripping out because the trompo, the trompo is where they put the al pastor meat, I mean it just looked like it had so much meat, and there was probably one guy eating there, and I was just thinking about how this whole pandemic has also affected you know folks that are out there vending in the street you know and how stressful this must be for them as well you know um, I got to Vallarta actually got to Vallarta like at 7.50 I wasn't aware that I guess markets are closing earlier now they're closing by 8 p.m. and so the good thing is that it wasn't packed um, I was able to run in and out, probably two people in front of in, in front of me in the line, and um, you know we got everything we needed. Well, I'm lying. I think there was two things that they didn't have that we're gonna have to probably venture out and go get. But you know, I I, I think just being out there kind of lifts the stress that had fallen upon us in the last two days of just being, you know, cooped up inside. Um, That's where we're at. I think um, overall it was a good day. Um, And as a matter of fact, when I got in, word on social media is that they just banned street vending. So I could just imagine how stressful it's going to be for that family that I seen when I was getting off the 5 freeway. Um, I know we're going to get through this. Um, we are resilient as a people, as a community. Um, we have to stick together. You know, um, 
but not so close right now. <laughs> we gotta keep our distance. Um, but you know, we have to be strong. Um, especially knowing what we're capable of as a community. Um, so I think that's it for today. Um, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to another episode of Quarantine in the East Side. If you haven't, you know, um, follow us or follow the link, share with people. Um, this is just our experience. I think all of our stories are valid. So we should all be documenting what we're doing and not just when we're in quarantine. So once again, thank you and good night.